Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, all right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Three Birds and a Punt. I am one of the co-hosts. My name is Afia, and I am joined, as always, by my friend, John. Hey, say hey, John. Hey, hey. How you doing? Salutations. All right. Welcome, all fans. The title of this show, episode 48, is called A Long Way to Go. We are 87 days away from NFL football, and it really does feel like a long way to go because the NBA championships are over, and all we have left is baseball and hockey. Baseball and hockey. Long long summer, the dog days. (laughs) <laughs> As always, the three birds are happy to announce that we have partnered with Amaze Media B Labs uh, to be the official Eagles podcast for the Pick Skin Network. You can find the three birds on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Megaphone, or wherever you get your podcast. We're also on Twitter and on Instagram and at three birds and a punt. Please download and subscribe. We really appreciate all the support we've been getting from the fans. Yes, indeed, we do. All right, I want to jump right into um, a pretty hot and trending topic we just watched. I'm sure everybody was riveted to the recent NBA championships that just finished yesterday night between the Celtics and the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors. As as expected, as I expected, the Golden State Warriors pulled it out um, in six. It was a masterful game. I think Steph Curry showed you why he is one of arguably the top ten players in the NBA history. Um, he he just he he's just dominant, dominant, and he deserves that MVP award that he got for his his great game. And I'm really you know obviously this is a, a Eagles based show and a Philly centric show. So looking at the team that played in the championship last night, particularly how the Celtics played. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of wondering like how far are the Sixers from uh, being on that stage? You know, the Sixers fans, we haven't been to um, the NBA finals since 2001, I believe. And uh, it's, it's been a long time and I don't know. I don't know if we're close to those calibers of teams. And I really, really want to get John's take on it because I know John's my resident a basketball guy, so he'll really set me straight on how far the Sixers are. Am I imagining things, John, or is this like, no, we'll never meet the promised land. This is we don't have the right team structure. What's going on? We, I think, we fell short because of the injuries, and it just happened at the worst possible time with Danny Green going down. Harden still playing with that hamstring injury he dealt with through the summer. Uh, I think we're close. Mm-hmm. I think we're close. We're right there. Right there. They just need a few pieces to help us get us over to home. Yeah. Um, a few pieces that you you say that and I love that, but I feel I don't know. I, I'm cynical. A few a few pieces seems like we've always just a few pieces, you know? That's true. Um 
don't you feel like we need somebody that can really be a consistent shooter for Joe Joel? And we're looking for it, and we hope it's hard, and we hope it was just an injury with Harden and not him being on the downside of his career. We hope Maxi takes that next step um, <clears throat> and becomes, you know, more consistent in his in his game. Tobias Harris disappeared for long stretches of of the season, even though he he played somewhat well during the playoffs. And, you know, um, the biggest X factor is Joel Embiid got hurt, you know. And once again, it was a freak incident. So you can't put it to his diet, right? You can't say, oh, Joel didn't wasn't in the lab. He wasn't working on his crabs. He was being mm-hmm. – he was, he was given – if anything, you could say he was giving too much of his body to the game. Very true. You know? The most um, – to, to demand double teams and triple teams every time you touch the ball, every time you go up and down the court, it's – I don't know how he didn't win MVP. He, he left his blood, sweat, and tears on the court. The dude – that Toronto series, that game-winning three-pointer, that dude's on another level. Mm-hmm. Now, if they do the right thing – I don't know why we brought Doc back. I like Doc, but I didn't like how we used the rotations. I think if they played the younger guys throughout the season, they would have a better expanded role come playoff time. Mm-hmm. You can't play. It's not It's not 2008. Come on. You got to play these young guys. If you play the same six guys and you don't give them a rest over 82 games, they're bound to get hurt. Like mm-hmm. you can't run a team into the ground, and the Golden State Warriors showed us that they have mm-hmm. a bench that is so deep that Damon Damon uh, what's the dude's name Damon Smith uh, he he's a good guard. He could start mm-hmm. on another team easily, easily. He uh, comes off the bench for them. You got Porter, Andre Iguodala coming off the bench. Iguodala Porter. Um, Wiggins, pool, Wiggins, pool. That whole second unit is it's stout, it's stacked. It's and at any given time, one of them you can always count on one of them to at least be keeping up their end. You know, you don't have to be concerned that once the starters go out, like <clears throat> for all of our season, we knew Joel goes out. The mm. plus minus is, is racking up. Like these these teams are not. We don't have a, a good backup center. We don't have a good backup guard. We don't have we don't have a good backup anything. So our benches is, is not ready to compete at a playoff level. And it's and it's crazy because the this Golden State team wasn't that particularly talented, right? It was yeah. Just, they, they were top heavy, a little right. top heavy, but they had the best shooter, the ultimate weapon. That dude, Steph Curry. Get, Instant offense and get his own shot. He's gonna find creases in your defense and put the ball up. And wow. like at that rate that he did, he was oof. It was a major heat check. That's somebody that the Sixers need. They, they have some, now that we are having the twenty third pick in the draft, they really can add a good addition. They got to play Jaden Springer. See what we have in him. He's still young. He's still super young. A lot of those G League guys, there's some good talent there. Um, they just need a more expansive role, just like did, like we did with Isaiah Joe. I think Isaiah Joe needs more time. Furcon has to go. I like mm-hmm. Furcon, but 
Yeah. Every time you touch the ball, you got to shoot a three. I mean, he improved. He was so up and down. He would disappear at times, but there were times he he was hot, and I give him credit for that. But I don't think I don't think it's the right. Got to elevate some of these names. I even think that there's a strong argument to say that um, Fibel might be a little bit on a moving piece because I, even though he is giving you a lot on defense, um, I, we do need to unlock a little bit of an offensive capability and he's, he's a huge liability. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something we, we honestly, I don't know if we can, we can continue to tolerate if we're trying to, again, elevate our team, you know, to, to something that's a, that's a championship level. I'm, I'm really finding myself, underwhelmed by the options that we have you know we we're still kind of cleaning ourselves up from the last not elton brad but the gm before that hanky colangelo right oh yeah sorry colangelo and um we don't have hinky and i and i I like daryl morey but i don't know i don't know if daryl morey's too stuck on harden Mm. to see what's really needed in this, in this team. And um, I, I know that this draft will be a prime opportunity for us to kind of see, see what's up. You know, um, the, the Sixers haven't been saying much outside of them telling us Doc's back. And I agree with you. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with Doc being back because I don't feel as if he's giving this team anything it needs as far as a shot of energy, electricity, you know, changing. You you constantly see Sixers assistant coaches getting hired and doing really, really, really well. Um, That's trying to probably tell you something. You should probably hire one of these people that keep getting poached. Um, and and honestly, you should let you should let Doc go be a commenter or go play some golf. Enjoy Mm-hmm. play some golf yeah right enjoy, yeah exactly go go enjoy the fruits of your labor and stop trying to coach basketball teams um because your style of coaching is a little it's a little early aughts it's played out because we might lose sam cassell to the jazz yeah i mean there's a lot of good coaches that we're losing smart coaches dynamic coaches who probably have a lot of great ideas about how to run this team in the new way of the 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 basketball and doc just wants to kind of stick to his old ways because that's the way he's done it and it, and it's worked for him okay yeah that's true but adaptability is the most attractive quality in a head coach monty williams monty williams yeah that would have been a great hire Another that would have been a great hire i liked him as a player even more so as a coach and it shows the Suns were right there too it was for injuries it kind of faded kind of like Last year when we played against the Hawks, that's the team to watch. But the Sixers are right there. Um, we just got to re- re- come back, give, go back to the drawing board. Now we have a full offseason with Harden, though. We didn't have that. Kind of like when Jalen Hurts got thrown to, to be a starter. Now he, he's getting seasoning. He's get, he got, he, now he really knows the guy. They're, they got to build that camaraderie, which was kind of stunted due to Ben Simmons' absence. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it actually made them play better through all of that, through that adversity. And even though we didn't win it all this year, they better watch out. You know, JoJo's in the lab going crazy and ready to bust people's heads in because he's probably going to say, you know what? You want to triple team me? I'm going to open up the whole game. 
that's I, that three pointer he hit against the the Raptors to win the game. There's no seven footer hitting that except for Dirk. There's no seven footer right now hitting that like he did from the inbound. From the inbound with a guard guarding him. Woo. That dude is special. Now we just had to build the right of talent around him. Don't run him into the ground. We need a viable backup center, like you mentioned. And we need a 3 and D guy. And there's some good ones in the draft. There's some good 3 and D guys and power forward because I think maybe Tobias is playing too much. If Tobias is going to stay here, we got to maximize that. He does have star power, and he does have he does have that 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 dog in him. He has that dog in him. It's just that it kind of gets lost in the sauce a bit. But um, they're in good shape. Let's see. I June twenty so. June June twenty fifth is the draft, and uh, it's going to be great. Pick twenty three. Let's go. Let's go. Pick twenty three. All right. Now I want to get to back to a little bit more pleasant things. Things that are a little bit more hope and optimism. Um, I'm talking about the team you love to hate, the Eagles. Okay. Um, I'm looking into, you know, this new offense. We've got A.J. Brown. Um, we've got Zach Pascal. Um, we finally get, you know, second season of Dallas Goward being – no, the first season of Dallas being the main guy. And so I want to kind of get your thoughts, John, on how you see this new um six, I'm sorry, Eagles uh, pass offense lining up. And do you think we'll be a little bit more of a pass-happy team or still um, kind of hold on to those running routes? I think with, with Shane Stecken calling the plays, and I think it's going to be more balanced. Honestly, last year was a discovery period to see what we have, what we need, what we're good at what we like to do, what we don't like to do just yet. Maybe Jalen had some trouble like reading the defenses and the coverages in the back end. I'm sure he's working. And I, I know that the offense is going to look a little different. We're still going to have our elements of the run, and rightfully so, because a lot of teams passed, passed. Back in the day, it used to be pass to set up the run. Now it's run to set up the pass. That's why teams couldn't stop us because – the league is so pass happy, so pass happy. As long as we just keep stick to the fundamentals, add in a run when it calls for more, like a third of the time. We we need some we need runs, but you gotta you gotta air the ball out. Now you got a viable number one, and you got a viable number one a, one B or one A, and then you got a number two slash three in Quez. Who can play inside and outside? These these guys are all interchangeable. They can all play inside and out. Or the top three, they can all play inside or outside. I don't want to see Jalen Rieger out there. I hope Zach Pascal does his thing. But also, I do hope that Rieger bounces back a little bit, just to save face for. Yeah, you might see him on the special teams, maybe a little bit. You know, see what his capabilities are as a uh, punt returner. Um, But yeah, I don't know. He should be your your third. Sorry, now your third, your fifth, sixth option out there. Uh, not your first or second or third. And uh, the offense, Dallas Goddard is ready for a monster year. We didn't even add that element in. You add you, those top three, Quez, AJ, and Devontae alone. You're like, oh, okay, we can win some games with them. Then you add in Dallas Goddard to the mix. Mm-hmm. That's baby Thor. 
Oh, it could be a very, very um, easily explosive offense. I really do think that it definitely just depends on how efficient Jalen could be in the passing game. You know, um, I think he finally has arguably some of the best group of, of wideouts any Eagles QB had in quite some time. And they're coming in young. All of them are young. All of them are hungry. All of them are, are looking to prove themselves. So it's an excellent opportunity for the Eagles to really maximize um, um, the potential on the offensive side. And meanwhile, I do think that you you have a – if Jalen can get his his passing ability, you know, to be consistent, you have a, a amazing dual attack because you won't know. He could, he could tuck it to run just as easily as he could uh, throw it. Uh, down the field, and now he finally has the wide receivers who can go up and get it. It's it's going to be a very exciting time. I agree. The possibilities are endless. As long as they balance it out, they pass a little more, I'll be content because you know the splash plays are going to be there. Dallas Goddard is very good. He he could take a short pass and take it to the house. All these guys could do that, and I want to see Devontae Smith do it more this year because he was the focal point of the passing offense last year. Now – it's gonna be like like AJ Brown said, Smitty is gonna be on the number two. He's gonna eat. I can't wait, can't wait. And then you can have Quez out out wide and have Smitty in the slot or AJ in the. You get mm, so many possibilities. I think we're gonna so be many. more. We're gonna be more um, twelve personnel. Mm-hmm. No, you know, I think I definitely agree. I think we'll be maybe some twelve. I think we'll be a lot of eleven. A lot of love. Um, I don't be surprised to see Kenny Gainwell um, getting a couple of touches. You know, I think I still think that at the end of the day, um, coaches' offense is predicated on having a pass um, catching wide receiver. I mean, sorry, running back and mm-hmm. being able to make sure that the passing is is on point. Yep, I, I'm with you on that 100. percent Gainwell is going to have a good year. He's he's a dual threat. That kid, he could end up supplanting Miles Sanders next year. Um, if if Miles Sanders has a underwhelming year, heading into a contract uh, negotiation, but um, and having Boston Scott back, that alone also will help us. And I mean, that's a good element to have. You got fast and speed, speed, speed. We're just missing that grown man. Jordan Howard, a power back. We do have Kennedy Brooks um, undrafted from University of Oklahoma. He was a a one-cut zone type running back. He, he doesn't doesn't have too explosive speed, but he can run between the tackles, um, good at pass protection. On third down, he could play on third down and be a good uh, player in that regard. Um, Jack Stoll might be our second tight end, or Grant Kalskara has a chance to supplant Jack Stoll as a number two because when he was at when he was at SMU and when he was at Oklahoma, the dude was a pass catching monster before the concussions. That's a player to watch. Um, we also have Richard Rogers. Um, Tyree Tyree Jackson, I hope he he recovers well. I really was bullish on him prior to that injury. And he got his first catch on a touchdown. 
So that, I mean, that is awesome. A converted quarterback uh, playing a new position and excelling at it. Um, look at uh, Logan Logan, uh, Logan Thomas from the, the Commanders, quarterback of Virginia Tech, converted to tight end. He's pretty good. I um, hope we have one in Tyree J- Jackson this year. Of course, he'll be bouncing back from an injury. Um, you also have the stout offensive line, the O-line. No other words really need to be said. Ranked as pro football focus as the number one unit. You have top to bottom one of the strongest, strongest units. It's a luxury to have a guard who started at left guard for a few, few seasons, few years, move to the right side because you had you drafted a guy in Landon Dickerson in the second round and he was supposed to be the heir apparent to Jason Kelsey. Kelsey came back and they found a role for him at left guard once Sayamala went down and uh he really excelled. That kid is gonna be a pro bowler matched with Jordan Mailata and then at center you have the, the trusty Kelsey Sayamalu at right guard and Lane Johnson, and they have good depth pieces uh, who some of them may be on the move this offseason, so it's hard to say. I really like Jack Driscoll as well. They have some solid depth up front, and it's going to be an outstanding year offensively for the Eagles. Absolutely. Thank you. And you know what, John? You are the best person to talk to when it comes to being excited about the Eagles season. Um, every time I talk to you, I get more and more amped up because I know we're going to learn a lot, like good, bad. We're going to learn a lot. And I'm like, just so excited. Finally, real sports is coming back. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, finally, finally. All right. Are you ready for the NBA champs to be crowned? Join the final actions with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sporting sport. Sporting bets partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA bets and get $150 in free bets instantly. Looking to turn another small bet into a big payday during the NBA Finals? With the DraftKings Same Game Parlay, you could do just that. This NBA season, a customer placed a $5 Same Game Parlay and won over $5,000. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more. And boom, you can have a shot at even a bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now using promo code TPPN. You see it scrolling down your screen. TPPN. Make any $5 bet during the NBA Finals and get $150 bets in free. $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TPPN. You see it? Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sporting bets partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. That's a great deal. That is a great deal. That is a great deal. All right. I want to get into the recent Eagles news that dropped a couple of hours before we got on tonight. We finally, as the three birds have been begging for, um, Recently in, in our podcast, we, we signed a safety. Um, I'm going to butcher his name, so give me his name, John. What's it? Jorsky Tart. Jorsky Tart. Okay, he's coming over from the 49ers where he played most of his uh, NFL seasons with. By all accounts, he's an irreplaceable part of the uh, 49ers back seven, which begs the question, number one, 
why did they let him go? Number two, why did it take so long for someone to sign him? And so I really need to know. John is the only guy I can come to. He's my he's my go-to guy for for all for all sports info. What's going on with the Eagles in this signing? What are they saying about the safety position? Not necessarily that they're not confident in Anthony Harris and uh, Marcus Epps. Marcus Epps. I was thinking Demps. I don't. Mm. I don't know why I kept thinking Quentin Demps, but Marcus Epps. It's not that they're they don't believe in them. They want competition. They want a third safety because a lot of teams install a third safety as like a primary. Like look at Landon Collins when he played for the commanders, like he was Roman, he was like in a box. They call it a joker almost. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good signing, good signing, cost efficient, one year deal. It's a, you know, the 49ers didn't sign you back, come here. He When when we, when we played the 49ers in September, he he made some pretty good plays against us. And I've, I've seen him play when he was at Sanford University and he was good. He's good. Good, solid player. Dependable, solid. His highlight reel is crazy. He ranked 50 out of 85th qualifying D-backs last year, mm-hmm. which isn't great. Um, he had the most career, most um, missed tackles of his career this year. Mm-hmm. At, I think it was like 12% or something like that, 12.5%. But, I mean, overall, he's a dependable He's a professional player. Like, from all accounts, he's been a consummate. And all he needed was the opportunity to be a full-time starter. And he he did so opposite of Jimmy Ward. And the 49ers, if their offense didn't wilt, they had a chance. They yeah, that's. I think player. I remember him being the guy that um dropped the – the Matthew Stafford interception, right? He was, and, yeah. And, and so that that stopped the 49ers were like a dropped interception away from going to the Super he, Bowl. And if, and if that's like that, you know what? I'd, I'd rather, I guess, him be the guy that's doing that because maybe he catches it with us this time around, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I saw a little bit, like like you say, like he's very dependable, but maybe he's not the playmaker you might necessarily want. But I don't think the Eagles anymore are looking to the safeties to provide that playmaking role. I think maybe they're looking a little bit more to the linebackers and maybe the corners. And I think that might be better suited for the safeties, like you say, to kind of have a little bit more roaming capability, come down, be able to play in the box, be able to cover that tight end coming across the middle, follow that wide receiver up the seam. Those are things I believe he can do. Um, and it's providing great competition for for either pushing Epps or pushing Harris. I think Epps more more than Harris. I think so too. Yeah, I think so, so it, too. Yeah, and I, so it, and then you know what? I think I think it speaks well to what coach is constantly preaching, which is competition at every level. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it's something we've been asking for and asking for. I know it's not a name we had on on our list. We were kind of looking at more of the the brighter names, the shinier names, but I don't think that that means that this isn't a good pickup. It's definitely some quality. I think more than anything, you can see across the board, this team has depth. Mm -hmm. He's a bigger safety, too. We really don't have a big – Anthony Harris, I think, maybe the biggest. Mm -hmm. This guy, Jarski Tart, is 6'2", 224, ran a 4'5", 
at his combine coming out of Sanford. The dude, um, he had a really good senior bowl as well. He was an invite. I do remember that. And um, he had a buzz. He was one of the players that year that had a draft buzz uh, heading into the draft. And he landed with the 49ers. And they had a, they've always had a pretty decent secondary for the last few years. And he was a focal point of that. Just can't yeah, no, up. that's awesome. He's, done, he's only played. He's only played fifty of fifty out of eighty-five games or something like that. Okay. So the injuries are a bit of a factor. A bit of a concern, and you know what? I definitely think that's why they brought him in for that one-year position, right? We didn't sign him to a multi-year contract. We're not necessarily. It's more of like a tryout. I think that's 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 something Howie's been doing for a while now, sort of these patch one year, dummy year type contract deals. So I I, I can see it being the same situation with him, and I I think that that gives him an opportunity to to audition either for us or for another team, um, especially if you know his last year with the 49ers maybe wasn't up to his best, and this is his time to prove that he's a little bit better. I think our scheme or. Um, the lack of depth in our position gives him a little bit more of an opportunity to stand out. It also puts Andre Charkery and uh, Kayvon Wallace on notice Mm -hmm. because they added a third safety. Who's to say their job's uh, secure? Heading into camp tomorrow. (laughs) They can get cut. They can get Mm -hmm. waived. They better. Kayvon Wallace better be sweating bullets. I think Charkery... Uh, Carchery will be fine. I think it's Kayvon Wallace is the one. Yeah. That has to like, yeah, he and was a, he was a fourth round pick. Concern. Remember, he was a captain for Clemson. Mm-hmm. Like, he had a lot going for him. Yeah, we, we we were thinking big things about Kayvon, but injuries have kind of dimmed that that light a little bit. And and you know what they say, you can't make the club from the tub. Um, right. yeah. <laughs> it, it applies to NFL as well. You've, you're not unfortunately he wasn't a first round pick, a second round pick. He's a fourth round pick. And we're about what the three season in. So they could cut him quietly and nobody's really making as much as a fuss. So um it's definitely go time, I think, for that safety room. So I'm 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 just eager for Cam. Oh, so eager for Cam. It's a bit of it's a it's a bit of concern as well for him for Kayvon Wallace. Like mm-hmm. yeah, gotta gotta get it up. All right, I want to get in our last topic of the night. Obviously, I saved the best for last or the most rant-worthy for last. Um, I know all birds fans across this great nation and globally. Um, looking at you, Connor, shout out uh, to our UK fan out there um, in Mary Old England. <laughs> um, the Eagles have changed their public facing logo whatever the hell that public facing means right yeah the watermark um it's no longer has like those sort of block bubble letters in the back it's kind of just like sharp you guys have seen it on twitter um i'm here to give you my thoughts on it hate it <laughs> <laughs> hated it didn't, didn't need to change it hated um, it i i don't know what do you what how did you how did you what were your thoughts on that john when you saw that uh that new logo that came out recently? i thought it was a joke because we've had this <laughs> we've had the same one for so long i just think back to like middle school and like yeah. my pencil case had the, that logo like change it yeah 
Okay. I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, all right. <laughs> We're still gonna have the other one on other on some items and things like that. We're gonna see it. It's gonna be visible. Right. right. It's still around. I think so. I think my understanding is, I don't think it's. I don't believe the end zone's changing, but I don't know. But uh, actually, I, that's not even on the end zone. It's gonna be on all the new material. So yeah, I have to imagine like anything that you saw that on that new mark is 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 gonna that new name tag is gonna be there um i don't know it's very <laughs> it's very it look, sharp it look, looks like the sideline hats from right it's, yeah a little like, bit like, um they've I'm got like, those sharp uh cuts in the ease which i'm guessing are, are beaks for the eagle <laughs> um yeah, I, no, I'm not. I'm not a fan. Not I'm, just a not fan. A fan. I'm just not a fan. That's all um, right. Maybe I had a double a, take too. I had a double yeah, take. I was like, wait a second. You know, maybe I like sticking with what's old or whatever. But pizzazz, 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 pizzazz. You know, pizzazz. I saw something that maybe was like because they're they're re unveiling the Kelly Green. They had to change the logo so that it would better look. It would look better on the Kelly Green. That, that's like a rumor mm. I heard on Twitter, and I was like, okay, maybe because if you look at it on a Kelly Green, it definitely looks way better. Way maybe better. maybe even a gray. Yeah, right, Ooh. right. A white gray that might look way better. Um, mm. I it just. I, I don't know, just to necessarily look right against the green, like against that midnight green that we do, mm-hmm. and and having that that white logo is just kind of boring, basic, basic. Like let's be real, it's basic. It um, the Eagles could do better. We have such a great, great name, um, a prestigious name, a national name, a global name. And our logo should reflect that. Recently, the Eagles just signed this great um, advance deal with with Ghana. And shout out to my home country, go Ghana. Um, And I believe another um, um, country in in out there. I can't remember the other country to to start. You know, promoting more um, football oriented and and kind of help you know, uh, advance the sport of football and advance Eagles beyond, beyond our, you know, are on our shores. And you want fans to be excited about you and your name and your brand. And that's not an exciting look to for your name and your brand. Mm-hmm. That's true. I wouldn't even know it was a sports team. <laughs> that's true. But, oh, that's a, that's a nice uh, trapper keeper. <laughs> right. Or something, I would think something naturalistic or maybe even the Eagles, the band. Right, like oh, any, yeah. anything. Before I would go, oh, okay, the football. That's the fo- That's the Philadelphia Eagles. That's true. That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's my rant on that. Change back, not change, not necessarily. You don't even necessarily change back, because I can understand wanting to freshen it up. Just mm-hmm. something better. Something better, more refined. Something Spruce better. Spruce it up a bit. I don't know something. why. So on, it's on level two. Um, when the Washington. Uh, football team changed to the Washington Commanders, and you were like, "All that Captain, for that, Captain Commander, right? You could have just stayed the Washington Football Team. It's yeah, so much it, better. It gave it gave a nice prestige to it, like it's a soccer yeah. club, but it's a football club. Yeah, football. That it was and, tough. And you know what? It had the best initials ever. WFT. Yep. 
Yep. Now it's WC. Nobody wants that. Nope. Not even that. You see Terry McLaurin's holding out? Yeah. And you know what? They lost out on the bid for one of the World Cup uh they shout out to the shout out to Philly for for getting uh one of the um conferences, I guess, of the World Cup. Mm-hmm. You know, putting putting uh Lincoln Financial Field is definitely putting Philly on the map. MetLife Stadium here in New Jersey, uh, home of the Jets and the Giants, they they also are hosting the the World Cup, and I can't wait. Twenty twenty six. Oh, it's gonna be epic! It's gonna be awesome. It's got some great yeah. things going out, and you know, um, Washington football team sucks. Dallas sucks. <laughs> Giants suck. <laughs> <laughs> just had to quickly shout that out before we left off the show tonight. Yeah, this sucks. Getting a good one in, getting ready for the season. Yeah, we we need that 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 positive spirit heading into the summer. I think we have eighty five days left until camp. Mm. No, camp is closer. Camp's oh, gotta be like July twenty something, right? Yeah. Till 80, till 85 days to kick off. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. You just scared me for a second. So you hey, wait a minute. 85 wait days camp. No. <laughs> I mean, I've been waiting until July. Um, but it's no, be I, we're, we're excited. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And thank you, John, for joining me again. Please make sure you subscribe and download to the podcast. We're sure you're on Apple, Anchor, Spotify, Megaphone, wherever you get your podcast. You can follow me at according to a few on Twitter. You can follow my guy John at John Monroe Jr. at on Twitter. John Monroe Jr. on Twitter. Okay. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button on YouTube at Three Birds and a Punt. This has been a great episode. Go birds. Peace Go out. birds. Peace out. Go birds. technical difficulties. Oh, shout out to uh, Ray Didinger retiring. The the Eagles legend, the GOAT. Shout out to you. Because of you, Ray, I even got into sports writing. And like that, became a passion of mine just hearing you over the years your your work with philadelphia inquire your work with the eagles your work with the sixers and the flyers and the phillies like you encompass all that for us and we just want to say thank you so much for everything you've done for philadelphia and the sports media industry thank you absolutely great great words john great words um i've i've loved ray's work for a very long time, listened to him for a very long time. We've seen a lot of um, icons or or staples, I should say, in the in the Philly sports media leave in recent years. You know, um, it'll be interesting to see how these new guys kind of adapt and come in. Yeah, like oh, Angelo Cataldi too. Shout out to Angelo Cataldi. He's retired. Yeah, I heard he's retired. WIP ninety four one in Philly. Oh man, didn't, didn't some other guy just? Did, Recently quit unexpectedly too. 
Or is that is that Angelo? Angelo he announced he did announce his retirement on his show like the I think last month. Was it last just out month. of the blue? Yeah, because nobody expected it. Yeah, it was something like that. I I saw something like that. Just dealing with a little <laughs> uh, he to enjoy his time with his grandkids and Something like that. Oh, I think we'll see him again on a podcast or something. There's probably some some. He'll probably, probably yeah. There. He'll probably have a segment on Comcast Sportsnet or Spectrum, and uh, we'll see him in some capacity talking about yeah. Eagles and James Harden. Up, uh, Angelo's a character. That dude. Yeah. Like, what are, what is what is Philly gonna do without that that voice? Um, kind of telling us what for and given and and kind of screaming at us every morning to know that we need to be annoyed with the Eagles or the Phillies or um shout out to the Phillies actually they've been kicking ass recently ever since they fired their their head coach Sixers pay attention <laughs> <laughs> right get get them get them get them out get these old guys out of here ease them on out <laughs> get them out of here and uh, maybe maybe we can uh, actually you know get past the second round of the NBA conference Eastern conference final uh championship doc needs to take a seat take some metamucil and just chill out <laughs> go to sleep man <laughs> just watch the game from the comfort of your own home buddy please please <laughs> All right, trying to get out of here, pay some bills. Oh, <laughs> uh, it is definitely a long way to go. Um, and we appreciate all the fans who support us uh, through this journey. You know, uh, launching a brand new podcast from the ground up comes with its hitches. And y'all are taking it so gracefully, and we appreciate you um, ever awesomely for being able to help us out with this. We love, we love the support we get from our fans. That's so true. They mean, they mean everything to us, and the interactions and things like that. We definitely appreciate you. Feel free to reach out to us about Eagles, Sixers, anything. And uh, thank you for tuning in. Yeah, we definitely appreciate those support, and uh, we definitely thank you all for for tuning in. It, it's been a pleasure. You know, speaking with you, and I can't.